0: You're listening to the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This podcast is a part of the Overtime Heroics Podcast Network and the Rise Up Podcast Community. Join the forums for free at OvertimeHeroics.com slash forums and visit bit.ly slash rise up pod community. This is the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Visit the com slash podcast to listen on your favorite platform. Music from PodSummit.com slash free music. Here's your host, Lee W. Mowen. Episode 111 of the local Sunday sports podcast is here. And as a treat for you, hopefully it won't be an hour long. I'm going for a shorter episode this week. Why? Because I know the last few episodes have been pretty long and normally I don't like long episodes unless it's an interview because you get to listen to people that aren't me but there you go before we begin there's something I like to point out to you in case you do want the local Sunday sports podcast gear well there's the shop at T Public and the promo I play it sounds a little bit like this Hey listeners, did you know that you can buy gear supporting the local Sunday sports podcast? Visit the leewmawan.com slash podcast, then click on Buy Podcast Merchandise made by T Public. You can get shirts, hoodies, mugs, phone cases, and even stickers. Check out the local Sunday sports gear by T Public. Like the promo mentions, the shop has a lot of neat things. You can get stickers, you get notebooks, phone cases, and of course clothes from t-shirts and sweatshirts. There's a little bit of everything on there. So go check it out. Even mugs, if you like mugs. Because the logo looks pretty good on a mug. T Public is having a sale! From today, Wednesday, August 21st, to Sunday, August 25th, The sale is all classic t-shirts are going to be $13. That's before taxes and delivery fees, mind you. And everything else in the shops is going to be up to 35% off. Easiest way of reaching this shop, go to theleewmowan.com slash podcast and scroll a little bit down after listen here. There's a link that says buy podcast merchandise. Click it and you get to the T public shop and it flashes a big giant banner in front of your face, everything up to thirty five percent off. Like I said, this is today through Sunday. You can get classic shirts for thirteen bucks and they come in a nice selection of colors. I done the counting already, twenty seven different colors, so a little bit of something for everyone. It's a classic T shirt. And pick your size, you get it shipped. Again, it does not include taxes or shipping fees, but 13 bucks for a shirt, that's not bad. And a little bit goes back to me, which a little bit helps. A lot of it helps, but there you go. You can also get hoodies, t-shirts, mugs, stickers, notebooks. There's a little bit of everything, even laptop cases, which I forgot about. So... T public having a sale, make sure you don't miss it. It's going on today through Sunday, meaning if you listen to the next episode, episode 112, which will come out next week, hopefully, uh, the sale will be over. So there you go. That's how sales work. Again, theleewmallon.com slash podcast and scroll down just a little bit past Listen Here of all those platforms. And then the buy podcast merchandise takes you right there. And speaking of platforms, there's another new one for the local Sunday sports podcast. You can now listen to this for free on radio.net, on the platform and all the apps available for free. And I believe they're also on smart speakers too. So radio.net, new home of the local Sunday sports podcast. Enough of the pre-episode fluff it's time to move along now there's one thing i like to bring up and it's not local sunday sports related blasphemy i know but the xfl you know xfl 2.0 is coming back in february 2020 you might even know the xfl 1.0 if not go to your local library and find out logos were just released today and no, the closest city with an XFL team, I guess, would be St. Louis, possibly New York or Washington D.C. I think St. Louis is a little closer. I'm not sure. Ask Google Maps. Uh The eight logos are out, and yeah, that's pretty much my response to the names and the logos. Vipers, cool, but the Tampa Bay Vipers, they're cool, but the logos kind of. Eh, the New York Guardians. It was better back in XFL 1.0 days when it was New York, New Jersey Hitman. I like that name. The LA Wildcats, eh, Dallas Renegades. Some people have brought up that reminds them of the Ottawa Renegades logo, which, eh, I see it, but it gives me the Dallas Desperado Vibes, the Arena Football League when Columbus had the destroyers in there. The first go time. It's alright. The Seattle Dragons. Someone mentioned it looked like an 8-bit Nintendo character and they were okay with it. I don't see it as much, but it's, it's alright. St. Louis Battle Hawks. Sounds very 80s cartoonish. The logo is literally a sword with wings. Alright. DC Defenders sounds like it's out of a comic book the logo looks like it's out of a comic book but I'm okay with it and lastly the Houston Roughnecks and this is the logo I love the most because it gives me Houston Oiler vibes and I don't know if it's supposed to do that or not someone mentioned it looked like the Arizona Diamondbacks logo eh it's it's an oil tower and back in the day you had the Houston Oilers now the Tennessee Titans I love that logo. I, I dig it. It's probably my favorite. It's just the other logos, eh. I guess it'd be Houston, D.C., Dallas, Seattle, St. Louis. New York Guardians logo is cool, but the name is still stupid. L.A. Wildcats, Tampa Bay Vipers. That's my best to worst XFL ranking that you probably don't care about. But, yeah, they got released today, and jerseys should be released sometime in the near future. Yeah, XFL. It's totally hidden, Sunday scene. But there you go. I'll tell you what's hitting the Sunday scene playoff baseball. Hopefully. There's three teams in the area the Florence Freedom of the Frontier League the Dayton Dragons of the Midwest League, and the Cincinnati Reds of the MLB, and right now there's baseball going on. It's an afternoon affair, and it's 4-1 Cincinnati at the end of 4. You'll probably know the final after you listen to this episode, or even before you listen to this episode. That's how it works. Luis Castillo's going to work. One run so far. Not bad. Not bad at all, but Plenty could change, and then I sound like an idiot because it went uh, tipsy-turvy, if you will. We'll start off with the Florence Freedom. They've been in first place long time this summer, and now they're a half game back of first place Evansville and the Otters. 3-7 and seven in the last 10, and 50-36 and 36 overall is Florence. Season is winding down, and a new two-game homestand starts up. Tonight in Florence, Kentucky, it'll be a West versus East battle as Florence welcomes in the Washington, Pennsylvania Wild Things. I think you know that it's Washington, Pennsylvania. I just want you to make sure it's not Washington, D.C. 11 to 4, River City won last night's battle. As the Freedom now turned their attention to the Wild Thing. 3 and 7 in the last 10. It's been a tough stretch for the Freedom. With just four home games remaining, the 21st to 22nd, that's today and tomorrow. And next Wednesday, next Thursday, Florence will welcome in the Juliet Slammers. Three-game road trip starting Friday at Evansville. Big, big series, especially since the Otters jumped to first. And then a two-game series at Windy City. Season winding down. And right now they have the top wild card spot. The Freedom do. But there's still a little bit of season left. And Florence still have a perfectly legitimate shot of winning the Western Division. Good luck goes out to the Freedom. And their conquest to go to the playoffs. Good position but still season to play. And now we move on. To the Dayton Dragons. And there's a little bit of Florence Dayton link for you here. As yesterday. It was Tyler Gibson. A former Florence Freedom pitcher. Making his Dayton Dragons. And Midwest League debut. By tossing one and a third scoreless innings. Of two hit to. Strikeout baseball. I was going to say struck out baseball. But that wouldn't have been right. That would have sounded really silly. Good thing I didn't say it. Mm. Anyway, the Dragons have six home games left starting tonight, a three-game series with Fort Wayne. And I pray that Fort Wayne doesn't have those red jerseys where the numbers are pretty much illegible. It was cool, and now it's kind of, you know, they have better numbers on their new jerseys. So wear those. Those are great jerseys. The Dragons will then go on a seven-game road trip. Starting Saturday, they'll be in Lake County, Ohio for four. That is East Lake, Ohio. And then three at Great Lakes. And then hosting West Michigan for three. Your standings in the Midwest League look like this. Bowling Green, they got two games up on South Bend. That'd be the Hot Rods of the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cubs of the NL Chicago squad That would be your playoff teams as the season were to end today. Bowling Green would win the second half, and South Bend will get the wild card. South Bend is two back of Bowling Green, like I mentioned, and two up on the next competitor, Lansing. They split a four-game series with the Dayton Dragons. They lost games one and four and took the middle games for the four-game split. Lake County, they're in the playoffs already. They don't need a second half spot, but they're 29 28, five back of first. Dayton is 10 back of first place, Bowling Green. And they're now eight back of South Bend and six back of Lansing. So it's a very steep hill to climb. The Dragons are three and seven in their last 10. However, in the series coming up with Fort Wayne, The Dragons have won six of seven home games against the 10-caps. And that series is 9-8 Fort Wayne. So not so much luck in Indiana for Dayton, but better luck at home as Dayton is 13-16. Fort Wayne also 10 back, the same record as Dayton at 24-33. And eight back of wildcard holder South Bend, West Michigan. They have the lowest elimination number of the Eastern Division. At 21:36, three losses more, and the Whitecaps are done. They're 13 back of Bowling Green and 11 back of South Bend. And West Michigan's last series is at Dayton, which, by the way, if you're coming out for that, Saturday is an evening game. Sunday and Monday are afternoon games. I'm also telling myself this so I don't sleep in on Monday. There you go. And a quick peek at the West. It's Kane County and Clinton. They would be your Western Division playoff contenders in the second half, along with Cedar Rapids and Quad Cities. That's one, two, three, four in this second half. Wisconsin is five back of first place Kane County, three back of wildcard holder Clinton. Beloit, 12 back along with Burlington, both at 24 and 33. How are there four teams, 24 and 33 in the Midwest League? Golly and their elimination number is 4 and Peoria cannot make the playoffs at all this year. They're 17 and 40 on the half. 9 and 20 at home, 8 and 20 on the road. It's been a rough half for Peoria and the Chiefs. So, like I mentioned, some good numbers for Dayton hosting Fort Wayne. It has been the opposite tale for Fort Wayne hosting the Dragons. But tonight it will be left-hander Connor Curless getting the start, four and five and a two point five three ERA. He has become the best starting pitcher in the rotation for Dayton. Good stuff on Curlis. Very, very strong pitcher. Should be in Daytona next year. And like I mentioned, in Dayton, Fort Wayne has only won one of the seven games. So Dayton has that going for them. Playoffs seem a little bit out of reach for the Dragons, but they're not eliminated. So it still can happen, but a lot of lucky bounces need to happen for the Fire Breathers. In case you're wondering who Fort Wayne's starting, they're the single-A affiliate of the San Diego Padres, which, by the way, that Reds and Padres series fishing up today. It's now bottom of the fifth, and... 4-1 since nay, still is your score. Glad to help. Like I mentioned, you'll probably listen to this after the Padres-Reds game, and I'll probably have it up after the Padres-Reds game, so there you go. It's very rare you get to see, you know, affiliates play each other like Padres-Reds. It's not planned like that. Then again, you know, eh, that's silly, so there you go. We'll now talk about the Reds. They're in the driver's seat to win the series, as I hope I don't jinx them. Luis Perdomo is now pitching for San Diego and scrolling down on the beautiful game day stats. That is now pitcher number four used by the Padres. The starter Strom went two, gave up three hits, but struck out four. Yardley went a third of an inning, giving up three runs, one earned. Walked one. Gave up two hits. Wingenter went two-thirds to shut the door in that inning. And Perdomo is back out for inning number two. He threw a full inning back in the fourth. Gave up an earned run on two hits. And that was a home run. I have to go back on my stats and find out who that was. So there you go. The Reds, on the other hand feel like most folks have given up hope on there. i'm not i mean i might be you know the overly optimistic one here Where's standings on here it makes me upset you're making me sound stupid on my own podcast i know that's me that sounds stupid on the podcast but you know just go with it oh look standings right in front of my face Reds are still in fourth place in the NL Central. Eight and a half back at first place, St. Louis. And eight back in the wild card race. And the elimination number is 30 for the Reds. Not the highest elimination number. That'd be the Cubs at 38. But they got a wild card spot. So, meh. Mood point. Brewers are three and a half back in the wild card spot. Four back of St. Louis. Cubs are in second place. Half game back. And Pittsburgh, 15 and a half back in the NL Central race and 15 back in the wildcard. We'll pull up those standings now. Like I mentioned, wildcard race, you got to leap over five teams. It was six last week, at least I think it was in the episode. The Reds now have to jump over the Mets, the Phillies, Milwaukee, Arizona, and San Francisco. Washington and the Cubs would have the two wildcard spots if the season ended after today. The Mets are two back, along with Philadelphia. That's becoming a fun race to watch. Like I mentioned, if the Reds win it, the Padres will go back a game in the wildcard race and jumping five teams just to get to the bubble. So technically, you have to jump six. I mean, technically, that's a tough task. The Reds play consistent. I think it might be a shot. I'm hoping that the Reds can get to 500. It'd be nice to say, hey, we can do it, and maybe build some momentum for 2020. Should let you know that Miami is in the basement of the NL wildcard at 21 and a half games back, but they are not eliminated Yep, from playoff contention, there's one team that is, and that would be the Baltimore Orioles and the Detroit Tigers. I forgot about that. Baltimore's 32 and a half back in the wild card race, 42 and a half games back of the Yankees. Detroit is 38 and a half back of Minnesota, 34 back in the card. So both those teams aren't making it to the postseason this year. I think I didn't need to point that out to you, but there you go. We'll step aside and come back shortly, and we'll talk about National Radio Day, which was yesterday, but I didn't have time to, you know, do the podcast. So that'll do. And also, college soccer and college volleyball soon are returning, and this announcer is excited. This is the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast, back in a second. Hi, everybody. I hope you enjoy the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast. Did you know you can get paid just for listening to this podcast? I just discovered this free new app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen on the app. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards for Amazon, Starbucks, and more locations. Or you can even take the PodCoin and donate it to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Here's what you do. You download the app right now for free in the App Store or on Google Play, and simply use my code CINCYSPORT with two eyes, and you'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up. So go ahead, listen to this podcast or any podcast on PodCoin, and sign up with the code CINCYSPORT with two eyes. It's changing the way people listen to podcasts. Hey folks, this is Lee W. Mowen of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way of making a podcast. Anchor is completely free and gives you everything you need in one easy place on your desktop or mobile device. Anchor includes creation tools to make your podcast sound great, including the newly featured background music option. Anchor also takes care of the heavy lifting by getting your podcast out to the major platforms, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and even more. You can also make some money with your podcast with no minimum listenership required. What are you waiting for? Create your podcast by downloading the Anchor app in the App Store or on Google Play, or visit anchor.fm to get started. Anchor.fm, the host of the local Sunday sports podcast. I'm Ty Yeager, and I want to introduce you to the Rise Up podcast community, a community for podcasters created by podcasters, dedicated to the promotion and growth of podcasts everywhere. Rise Up is not a network. There are no contracts and no control over your content, just a vessel for you to spread the word of your work and connect with the fellow podcasters to collaborate, create, and promote. And guess what? It doesn't cost you a single cent to join the community. Join the Rise Up Podcast community today by visiting our website at bit.ly slash riseuppodcommunity and follow the community on Twitter at rupodcommunity. Again, that's bit.ly slash Community and at rupodcommunity on Twitter. Come and join the community of podcasts and rise up with us. Rise Up Podcast community. What's going on, guys? Grant Pushkar here, joined by my co-director, Victor Williams. Are you looking to bring more attention to your sports content? Over at Overtime Heroics, you can be a part of a growing sports community, such as podcasts like my own, Cleveland Surge, and my own Philly Special Podcast. And if you're looking for a place to share your sports opinions, they also have an active forum for all sports topics. So if you want your sports content to be heard amongst other sports fans, go over to Overtime Heroics forward slash forums and make your first hot take today. Even the breaks feel shorter this week around, but I don't know if that's just because I took one out and played it earlier or not. First part's 20 minutes. If I can get this within 10 minutes, then I've done my job. Hooray me. Two things I want to talk about for closing out this episode, and it's about National Radio Day, which was yesterday, August 20th. That would be a Tuesday if you're keeping Track. And also the upcoming college athletic season. And it's not college football, because I don't work college football in town. But there you go. So National Radio Day. It's a wonderful day where broadcasters celebrate. They've been in the broadcast industry for a certain number of years here. It's also when broadcasters are thankful for where they are with their teams, with their stations, and with their businesses. I found myself for about the second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth year in a row, depending on how long National Radio Days actually existed, I found myself tweeting to other stations like, hey, hire me, here's why. I feel like I'm spamming that feature, but hey, you know what, I'm trying to advertise myself and trying to make sure that my resume doesn't go straight in the trash like I feel like it does. I mean, I'm about to hit my 1100 game as a play-by-play broadcaster. That's right, 1100 in 10 different sports. And PA-wise, I'm about to hit 500. I think I have less than 50 to go to reach that mark, which I should hit next spring, if I think about it. I probably will, depending on how things go, but I'd really like it if you're out there and you manage a radio station in the Cincinnati or Dayton, even Columbus area. If you need a broadcaster, you know, think of me, because my resume is, it's pretty great, and I've done a lot of work, and I like working. I like broadcasting. I mentioned, not sure if I got cut off or not. Broadcasting's been the only thing I ever wanted to do. And it it takes everything out of you to really look back and you're not you're not really in the field. And no one around the area wants to give your resume a shot. So it breaks my heart and I know, with the breaking of the heart, there's only one thing to do. Keep working until you actually get there. I plan on doing no different. Just It's a little depressing. See these folks that have worked in radio for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, a long time. Might have been with their team for 5 years, 10 years, and just... I look back, and I was hoping to have Dayton Hockey again, but it uh didn't turn out. As you might know, Hair Arena's closed, and the team hasn't come back. And, you know, not having a rink kind of, you know, doesn't help. But there you go. That's National Radio Day. It's exciting for most people. It's a little bit depressing for me, and I'm hoping something works out. This fall, I don't think I'm... Broadcasting football, which was one of my goals is to, hey, you know, get back into play by play for fall sports, soccer, football, volleyball even. But I will say there is a piece of exciting news because I am back with UD and I'm back with Wright State and I'm very happy to be part of both D1 schools in town to PA. And I am happy to announce that I'm back for UD Men's Soccer. I'm back for most Wright State men's and women's soccer. And I can't wait to get back and have the season go. Hard to believe that, what, not next week, but the following week is September. Where did this month go? Uh, I don't know, but there you go. So that's a happy transition going to college athletics starting up again. Women's soccer season starts up Friday as the Wright State women will head to Marion, that's in Indianapolis, for the first rogue game of the year. And then Sunday, the Raiders are back home to take on the Miami Red Hawks. And yours truly will have the call on ESPN plus. So if you don't get that, it's about five bucks a month. You can watch a lot of things, a lot of colleges. I think MLS is on there if you're out of market. And your team isn't, you know, connected with flow sports. Which all that bickering has died down. Or maybe I haven't looked for it. Who knows? But I'll be on the call Sunday at 1 for Wright State versus Miami Women's Soccer. Love the opportunity that I get for fill-in broadcast. And Sunday turns out to be my first of the fall. So I'm pretty happy. Hopefully you'll join me for that. There's one more exhibition match for both UD and Wright State. The Flyers host Bowling Green Friday at 6. And Wright State will host Duquesne at 1 p.m. on Saturday. So come on out. You can get to all Flyers soccer events for free. And also Wright State, it's a very cheap ticket. Or if you're a Wright State student even, it's free. Just bring your Wright 1 card. It's one thing I wish Wright State students actually knew about You can come out and watch sports for free. You just show a piece of plastic and it's like, oh, okay. You know, easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Sorry, I had to go there. It's hard to believe that baseball season's winding down and we start up soccer season. It's, I don't know what's more of a shock to me in terms of switching seasons. I feel like it is summer to fall. Just because of the fact that the schedule of mine does slow down a bit. But I hope to see a lot of friendly faces at both venues. You can always follow my ventures on Twitter at the Lee W Mallon, and sometimes on Facebook if I feel like posting though But there you go. So Back to Dayton and Wright State soccer, I go. Can't believe it's that time of year. I mean, Sunday was the first exhibition, and it was nice coming back. There's always that special feeling for me, walking up the stairs, getting to the press tent of Bojan Field, and just overlooking the top part of the field. It's it's quite a view. It's it's one of my favorite views that I get to work. And I definitely recommend at least one trip out to Bojan. I mean, alumni field, there's only one set of seats, or if you bring in your chairs, that's cool too. But at the same time, there's always something for me walking into a venue or walking into a game, you know, an hour or two before it's supposed to start. I always get butterflies in my stomach. I don't know if that means I suck or You know, I always want to do well. I like to tell myself it's the latter. But college sports are starting soon. How wonderful is that? And, of course, you can listen for football scores and college soccer scores, if I remember them, each week once that starts. And that will be the last week of August for Ohio. And... Would that be this week, or is that next week for Indiana and Kentucky schools? I guess I'll find out Friday! No, but at the same time, uh, expect scores again at the beginning of an episode. I liked how I did last year, and we'll see how this year goes. So, I think that will wrap up episode 111 quite nicely. And just a shade over 10 minutes. I'm not too angry about that. Thanks for listening to this shortened episode. It's always nice talking to you about Cincinnati and Dayton sports. Until episode 112, this is Lee W. Mallon. And let the good times roar or something. That'll be my catchphrase, I guess. See you next time. For listening to another episode of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Closing theme is Leveled Up by Bad Snacks from YouTube via Royalty Free Music, no copyright music group. Visit the LeeWMowen.com slash podcast to listen on your favorite platform such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Castbox, Anchor, and more. Follow along on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown and at The Lee W. Mowen and on Facebook by liking The Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast page and become a member of the Facebook group Fans of the Local Cincinnati Sports Podcast. Once again, thank you for listening. This is Lee W. Mowen saying goodbye and please join us again for another new episode of The Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast.